Have you ever looked up at the stars and wondered if your world and everything in it is merely the result of four pasty weirdos who may not even be wearing pants, sitting at their computers talking to each other? What if the moment these dorks grow bored of imagining your world, they can just ball it up and throw it away? Well, welcome to Disposable Worlds. Disposable Worlds, the show where we take your ideas, carve goofy faces into them with a knife, and set them out on our front porch with candles inside of them with all the other ideas. Uh, I was, that went into a jack-o'-lantern thing, and I was really... I fooled you. It's Halloween time, just about. So what we do is we take your ideas off of the internet that you have hopefully submitted to us, and we didn't have to go and steal from someplace, and then we dress them up. And add them with other ones, smash them together, and make something super sweet, like a pumpkin, like a sweet pumpkin pie. Because you know, as long as we're sticking with Halloween metaphors, we dress up your ideas and walk them around the neighborhood and go door to door to greet strangers, introduce your ideas to strangers, and see how they how they feel about them. See how much sweet candy we can get. Um, and I say that having not set up the prompt in any way to be spooky or Halloween related. So uh, none of these will probably be Halloween yeah, no, related. I don't think so. any of these. I actually think, I actually think we do have at least one Halloween related mm. suggestion. Good, good. Cause it is a spooky month. It's been super spooky here in town. Very cold. And are, foggy. are we doing our, are we, are we doing our yearly Our now yearly our traditional? Uh, it's, it's either that spectacular episode. It's either that or we forget about it again. Like we did last year and then just make it up as we go along. I mean, yeah. It's either this one or next one, and I think we're already here. I think we should do it this time, and let's just like add a spooky twist okay. to all the ideas. So this, yeah, so this is going to be a spooktacular, uh, disposable world. Um. So yeah, I'm Cody. I'm the the idea vampire of the group. I like to get in and sink my teeth into to those tasty, juicy ideas, and real just just go to town on them. It's graphic. <laughs> I, I really like. I'm not satisfied until idea blood is sprayed all over me and my surroundings. Take all that idea blood. Um, yeah. I feel like and I lap it up. I'm I'm like the I'm I'm the the idea skeleton. You know, my <laughs> ideas have left me. I'm just like a husk, just a dry husk, <laughs> just a dry, lonely husk. Why do we even have you on the show? Steve? <laughs> I wonder that sometimes. That's rough. I'm Ryan, and I'm the guy who puts the razor blades in the apples. So let's hop Fuck. in. And see <laughs> no. what we've got here. Let's see what we've got in the old basket. Um, Chef Robert Irvine says, "The farther away you are—wait, sorry. The farther, the farther away from your car you are, the larger you grow physically. <laughs> when you get when you get closer, you shrink back down. You are normal size when next to and in your car. Okay. Wait, how how close do you have to be? It's just what? as closer. Like how close? Like how far away before the growing begins? And how much do you grow? Because and how do we make this spooky? Uh, I, well, everybody's a freaking monster. Like the farther they get away, like uh, parking in this world is a real situation because. If you're just trying to go inside and shop somewhere, they have to like measure out how big those shops need to be, to, like re- 
like according to where the parking places are. But what are. if, yeah, what if instead we just had everyone park in one place in the city and then you scaled the entire city outward from there? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> things near the parking lot are fairly, yeah, fairly normal and small size and things just get bigger and bigger, you know? Yep. Well, look, listen to our idea skeleton here. Yeah. Come up with a good idea. That's, that's, the, that's the mind of a skeleton engineer. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's actually a truly brilliant idea. The further you, get, you, you get from the parking garage, the bigger oh. <laughs> it would be so confusing too from the parking lot because you could never tell how far something really is away because it's all scaling proportionally <laughs> as it goes away uh, from you it all seems like the same size possibly the best part about this idea is that there's going to be a huge resurgence in um drive-in theaters oh yeah big time oh, that makes sense yeah and oh but the farther back you have to be from the well no i guess it doesn't matter the, the screen just thing. yeah you just yeah, hit a bigger screen, screen you know as, as long as you're still yeah, in your never, car, yeah, never mind yeah, it's done Forgot how it works. It's going to be a pretty lonely experience because you can't go with a date exactly. Because as soon as you start driving away from her car, you know, she's going <laughs> you guys got to park right next to each other. That's super annoying. You have to make out through the window. But like, how do you? How do people get married? You know, like, is it? Mm. Is it do you have a, a car well, union you, as well? If you, I, it's probably at, at your joining. You sell. It's also selling your cars at the same time and buying a minivan together. You buy a new car. Yeah, it's like all the paperwork is done together. What if you have multiple cars? Yeah. Or what happens when you trade cars? Like You're never going to get fooled on Craigslist by anyone because you're going to know that that deal was not legit the moment they drive away. (laughs) 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 Although, like, oh, car theft would be interesting. If you steal a car, does that become your car? I guess, I mean, it's yours at that point. I mean, and I feel like it's going to be a lot easier to steal a car when you're fucking ginormous. Yeah. And the moment you actually steal the car, then you shrink down. Yeah, you just shake, you just shake the guy out of it, and then yeah. you claim it, and then you shrink back down and hop inside. It's my car the, now. Yeah. Uh huh. And I wonder how extreme it is. Like, is it the moment that you put your hand outside of your car door? Does it start? Can different parts of your body? It says. It says if you're next. It says when next to uh, and in oh, your okay. car. So if you are adjacent to, I would say probably within an arm's reach of your car. Yeah, but it also could be like within ten miles of your car. No, that's not next to. That's not. That's not next to. It's next to relative to the fucking scale of the universe, Ryan. Yeah, but not within the. Yeah, not within the gestalt of how human perception of space works. If you. But imagine if it's if it's like such a vast distance that you would never know this was a thing until for whatever reason you're like. Neil Armstrong exiting the planet. <laughs> I would say that you are not next to a thing if there's anything between you and that thing. Oh, okay. So, like, clothes? Mm. Air. Or air? How about that? How about air, Ryan? <laughs> yeah, let's go down this avenue. <laughs> um, I think that, though, as you walk away from your car, it's it's probably, you. I would imagine you grow like a good solid foot for about every step that you take away Holy from your car. Holy shit. That's a lot. That's, that's significant. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. But I think that you would just get so big that eventually like the, what, does your mass increase though too? I would hope so. I would be a stringy man. Yeah. You would also dis- dissipate into like a vaporous cloud if you got really far away. Yeah. Does everyone need a car? Like, do you absolutely have to have a car? Like if you're a newborn babe, yeah. are you just like, assigned a car is it your parents car that you're assigned to is, is this a curse that happened in like the 1980s or something because there was a long time when most people didn't have cars yeah it's I don't know. probably it probably happened when henry ford first invented the automobile 
And used his black magic to soul bind. Yeah, but even people. even then, most people didn't have cars. No, and no, I mean that's that's what I mean. Like this was a brilliant sales campaign right here. <laughs> like if you don't buy a fucking car, you're just gonna be super ginormous. <laughs> and you, you can't scale he, back down. He cursed the entire planet. <laughs> he cursed the whole planet to buy cars. <laughs> the black black bastard magic of mastery. <laughs> Shit. Um. I don't know. So wait, what side can a remote control car work? Like, what is it? Uh, I guess if you have toy cars, I mean, does that get included for like kids? Like, do you have to graduate up? Like, you get like your first wooden toy car? Because then you would just like always have to keep your remote control car on you at all times if you want to be normal. I honestly, I think, I think there would be definitely some sort of ritual, some sort of like transfer of car. Like, Mm -hmm. it you you would have to start with the toy car. But I'm very interested in like how do you go from one car to another car. How do you go from like this is now my? <laughs> what is car. that process? What is, How much blood has to be drawn from? Yeah, you? Th- there's got to be some sort of like very serious ritual. Or this is where it gets spooky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is where it gets this, spooky. Yeah, we got we got ghosts or something. Yeah, there's a dark magic at work here. Yeah, it's like that movie, uh, that Stephen King movie, where the car is trying to kill them. Oh, is that a movie or a book? That's well, I mean, it's definitely a book. It's probably both. Over, yeah. Overdrive or some shit like that. Is it the one with Emilio Estevez in it? There's one with Emilio Estevez. Yeah, there's one where like there's a like a semi truck with a goblin face on the front trying to kill. <laughs> no, Emilio. no, that's not what it is. Okay, <laughs> I'm way out of my element here. <laughs> Although I'm very curious about that movie. <laughs> what the hell is that movie? I've never seen it. I remember the cover of it vividly from movie stores. I'll have to rent that. More importantly, whatever happened to Emilio Estevez? Oh, he's dead. Oh, he died. Yeah, big time. How did he die? He got hit by a goblin semi truck. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> it was very tragic. Happened on Halloween two years ago. Mm, fascinating. So if you if you are super huge because you're really far away from your car, do you have to like devour? Do you, do you need more sustenance to like feed you? You probably burn a lot of calories at that size, right? Imagine how big burritos are like uh, like 500 yards from your car. So everyone's just like has to eat inside. That's an efficient way to do it. You got to eat inside your car. Do animals have cars? That makes I it, was thinking the same thing. <laughs> that, makes it, that, makes it, that makes it a lot easier. It's like you just got really big cows. Oh man, the world, the food crisis is solved if you have this. You just assign a cow a car and then yeah. take it away from that car as far as you want to. And you have the, you've got a fucking, you've got babe the blue ox there, man. Like you're, you're going to be living off of that thing for years. And there's definitely going to be military programs to assign people cars and send those cars halfway around the planet. To eject, to jettison cars into space. Yeah, to, is this why S, uh, Elon Musk launched his car into space? So that he could become <laughs> he got, massive? He, so big. he, he could become so the big. biggest man? You don't even know like how big he is. Actually, he owns so many cars, he's just getting really small. He's getting really, really small. So he has oh, to start okay. shooting them into space. That, to, he has to... He has it's, to it's like his, his commercial space. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this commercial space program to allow rich people to like oh, experience God. space is just he gets really big <laughs> and holds the spaceship. Just, <laughs> look at you're in space now. Hey, look at that, you're in space. Uh, oh shit. Okay, so here we're we're kind of fucked on this one though because the next uh, hmm, the next submission is from Starbeard Boy. It says humans grow to the size of their environment like goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> so this is super complicated because what trumps what? I mean, what's the size of your environment? You know. Well, okay. No, picture this now. Picture this. You've got people who like are are jar people, jar sized people, <laughs> and they have their own little cars uh, that they drive <laughs> in their own little societies. 
and then they get bigger and I mean, it's the same thing. They just have to go further away to get to the same size, right? Maybe, but <laughs> I don't know how you get those tiny. How do you get those tiny people in the first place? You raise them in a jar. I feel like once. <laughs> once how once do you get a baby in a jar? <laughs> you put the baby in a jar. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a real uh, uh, monkey wrench here in the in the gears. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you... goldfish ever get smaller. Um, you put the goldfish in a smaller jar every day. Yeah, I, I'm not. I don't think that's how it works. It'll it, it'll shrink to make space for itself in the jar. I haven't owned many goldfish, but I'm pretty sure they don't do that. So the farther away from your car you get, the bigger you get. But you so is it kind of like if you stay away from your car for a while and hang out in a small people village? Like you park your car, like two miles down away from the small people village and walk over to it, you're like a massive giant to those people. But if you just hang out for a while, you'll shrink down. You'll like slowly start shrinking down to that. Yeah. No, Steven's got a point. Those, these, it says grow to yeah, the size does say of grow. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't shrink back down. It does say grow. So this is, this presents an especially alarming, uh, problem for the city where the, the, the outer reaches of the city are much bigger. So as soon as you grow, when you're away from your car to be in that area, then like your body's like, this is just your size now. <laughs> yeah. This is you. You're that big. You're going to need a bigger car. Well, this might solve like, um, like a, like a overpopulation problem though. Cause it's like, if you grow to the size of your environment, like as soon as somebody's born and they don't have a car, you put them in like little tiny houses. So they grow to be like little tiny people. So they're kind of always the same size as a baby. They just get the proportions of a person. And then you can oh, give them. A, that's exactly what I was suggesting. Yeah, but then you give you them. You were suggesting bench. jar people. This and is then, still like two yeah. feet tall, you know? Jars can be pretty big. That's a big jar. And then you give them a smaller sized car. So now you've got like tons of people who are now only two feet tall instead of like five this feet I can, tall. That I can get down on. Yeah, you've got this twice as exactly much earth. exactly what I was you, suggesting. You guys have, tw- yeah, you got twice as much earth. Jar babies doesn't make any sense, though. You Jar gotta- babies doesn't make any sense. I was going to propose that, like, we've killed off most of the large fauna in this planet. So I feel like people would grow to the size of elephants pretty quickly. Like elephants and whatever those giant dinosaurs were. The dinosaurs. Beefalosaurus. Beefalosauruses. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we would we would just get right up there real quick because there's nothing left. That's the size of our environment. You know, environment is big. As soon as you go outside, you're 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 a big man. Do you think that if a tribe of, uh, so okay, so maybe for this to work, it has to society has to have broken down into a Mad Max sort of a situation where everybody's in their cars all the time, like running around stealing gasoline from each other. Do you think Something that right to me at some point the jar sized people run into like the elephant sized people? Oh yeah, and. The way that the jar-sized people have to fight the elephant-sized people is to just put a brick on their accelerator and jump out of their car <laughs> so that they can get bigger and bigger and bigger as their car goes away <laughs> and then take on all of the elephant-sized people. Uh, yeah, there's definitely going to be a lot of car tactics, car-based combat tactics like, in this world for sure. Yes, this is like a better Mad Max, honestly. That just makes way less sense. What you're going to have to do is like... Like there's definitely going to be a battle tactic where you like speed your car along directly into someone and then somehow make them sign the document to take ownership over the car <laughs> so they begin to shrink rapidly and how, just squash them. how crashed does your car have to be before you grow on the spot 
that's true that's a good, question. That's a good point like, is, is it is it if it no longer drives then it's like that's not a car anymore you know like if it's a car that's just parked on your front yard mm-hmm. that hasn't run in like 15 years what's if your car doesn't exist anymore do you get bigger as you go away from it in time well, I guess we, we discussed it's more about the spirit that's inside the car, right? Yeah, the ghost of the car. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the ghost of the car. Um, here, let's hop into the next one because it looks like there's ghosts in this one. Uh, Spiral Bond says, ghosts are real and every time somebody dies somewhere, they have to be busted if you want them removed. They ha- there have been various methods of busting throughout time. So if he dies a giant, that's just like a real fucking huge. That's a big ghost. ghost. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine. Well, or do ghosts have ghost cars, and do they get bigger depending on how far away they are from those cars? Yeah, that's a good like, question. Does do the do the laws of car physics still are they, are are they still in play after you die? I would imagine that Henry Ford's curse is pretty potent. He was really good. <laughs> He's really good at everything he did. So I'd imagine that that extends beyond the grave. <laughs> if I know anything about Henry Ford. It's that his curse would definitely be potent. You have to make sure before you die to relieve ownership of any of your cars. Mm-hmm. Elsewise, yeah. you're gonna you're just gonna be huge in the afterlife. Yeah, a lot of people after after what whatever like 1920 something, everyone knocking on you know St. Peter's door is like fucking huge, and God's like that goddamn Henry, <laughs> Henry Ford. Ford. He's fucked me for the last time. <laughs> Another goddamn Henry Ford curse. <laughs> How am I gonna deal with this? Jeez. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I feel like you really got to will. You got to will that shit away, and it needs to be known. What happens yeah. when you die? Well, there's all those situations where like you have to find the. I will. think you'll know. I think you'll know that you were willed a car from your dead grandma, or like that she died as soon as you just start growing rapidly. <laughs> <laughs> One day, like, oh fuck, my grandma's dead. <laughs> I gotta get to the car. Where'd she park it? Uh, that's rough. But you gotta bust people though too, because those ghosts are hanging around apparently. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very curious about the busting methods. Like, mm. obviously, in like you know, ever since 1980, we've been using lots of electricity per Ghostbusters. You know, that's the main method. Ghosts don't know how to deal with electricity. At least what looks like electricity. Some, yeah, it, I they, it was they like got a, like a plasma. Or something they got like batteries. That. You know, there's something going on there. Well, I don't know. Like, I feel like we would have perfected busting technology by now because this is something that's been like a problem since the beginning of time yeah like people have been dying for mm-hmm. a long time as far as i know oh yeah yeah and there's ghosts everywhere but do you think that people would have figured it out like how how long do you think it would take before people well, figured out how to bust the, the suggestion says that they have to be busted and i'm sure that they figured that out pretty early on like we we really got to bust these but ghosts. it's, it's kind of like superstition you know a long time ago we may have figured it out but we didn't really understand why we were doing it You're, they're still like tossing salt over their shoulders and doing <laughs> other dumb stuff but then and they, it's the moment you don't do then that. Then they happen. <laughs> then they happen to like be rubbing their socks against some wool and shocking them with electricity. It's like that's what actually busts the, <laughs> the ghosts, you know. Well, do you think the most efficient way? Maybe it's not that easy. Like, do you think? Okay, so so like I said uh, before, like if your car is destroyed, do you continue to get bigger as you move away from your car in time? I think that's so. A, yes. It, does that work for ghosts to where you just you just basically explode ghosts? So like when your grandma has a car and uh, she dies, you just blow it up. You utterly destroy it. And she will continue to grow indefinitely until she just becomes so huge that she's just part of the background noise of the universe. (laughs) Uh, I like that. That's poetic. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's a pretty that's like the long con version of busting your codes <laughs> we just and in a couple millennia where i'm not going to be a problem yeah we before. just let them become part of the universe you know yeah. well maybe that's why we have this weird relationship with our cars because like the how you actually bust the ghost is you have to like put their their essence into something mm. And Henry Ford found the best conduit for that. Yeah, yeah, you're you are it's called cars. You're, yeah, you cars. are spiritually linked to these cars at some like somehow. So, so, so yeah, this is actually like this is a necessary process that we have to do. You have to bust a ghost into a car, <laughs> and like, and yeah, it's you know, it sucks that you get big when you go away from your car, but it's sure it's sure a hell of a lot better than having a bunch of ghosts around. But if you have if your grandma had a really nice car, is it? better just to exercise or or something like that like and then keep the car like if it's a really nice one is it better to just like drive three iron nails into the hood of the car and like banish her or something like that well the the question i have is is it says that you have to bust these ghosts so does that mean like grandma dies does she just turn into a real pill after she dies i don't know it says it says they have to be busted if you want them removed so maybe they're maybe if you're if your grandma's super cool she's like down to like clown and and get high and stuff like that then you know whatever like let her hang out for a while as long as she's not being a creep but if she's one of those shitty grandmas that's probably when you have to bust your ghost yeah if she's or that's when you have to bust your grandma if she sometimes you got to bust your grandma if she's cock blocking you and stuff <laughs> Timmy are you trying to get laid again <laughs> so she's going to stop you from busting your nut you got to bust her from beyond the grave that's just the way it goes. It's a bust for a bust mm-hmm. at that point. That's just that's just that's undead physics and and justice right there. Now, is there any way that we can use this car growth scenario to increase the size of um um what <laughs> the isolated parts of our body? Asking for a friend. <laughs> I th- I bet if you're really careful about it. I mean, technically. Does, how does it work? Does what if what if you keep your your the majority of your body in one specific environment, but you a certain portion of it you keep exposed to a different, much larger environment? <laughs> so if you do that, so, you, so you're saying you're gonna wear you're gonna like wear a space suit, but cut a certain section out and like. <laughs> so you're saying that you want to have a little house that you live in with a weird glory hole into a bigger house next door. Whoa, mm-hmm. I never said anything about a glory hole. I haven't specified the body part yet. It I could be anything. Okay, yeah, he so wants a really bed. big foot. Those are my... Yeah. That's, sorry, that's my filthy mind entering. I always thought my hands were kind of small. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Cody's got a really... He wants one big ear. I want one big ear. I want to hear better. So theoretically, you probably could do that. Yeah, if your neighbor is a giant and he's got a big giant house, you could probably cut a hole in there. You could stick your dick in there. <laughs> you could <laughs> stick your dick right in that <laughs> hole. In there. Hey Bob, <laughs> just popping in. I mean, if he's cool, thought I thought I'd use the restroom. All right, let's keep going here and see what keeps mixing in because uh, this is getting pretty hairy. But I think we can make it come full circle. Um, Tossers Delight says, "At birth, the god in parentheses assigns each being a meaning in life, and meaning is also in parentheses. So, at birth, the god assigns each." being a random meaning in life. We're talking we're talking about Henry Ford here, right? <laughs> Henry Ford is the, the dark god of this world. The dark god of the universe assigns meaning to our lives. So is it okay, so how do you even know what that meaning is? Are you allowed to like know what that is somehow? 
Or do you That's still have to question. find it? Maybe God tells you right when you're born, when you're a baby. He's like, all right, listen up. You. <laughs> this, is, this is what you're going to want to do to feel fulfilled and satisfied in life. And this is the only way, the only, I repeat, one single way you're getting into heaven. Otherwise, it's eternal damnation for you. And plus, cars will make you big. Be careful. <laughs> so deal with it. Cars will make you big. And, and the meaning of your life is to watch Netflix. So just have fun. <laughs> just really let loose that um sounds really boring because if you know what your meaning of life is right off the bat then like you would just do well, that that's my mechanically point. If he tells you as a baby you're not going to remember that shit yeah maybe that's what's already happening i don't know but if you did figure it out like that really early if you were able to comprehend it that'd be boring as shit because you would just do that one thing you'd be turning that crank all day every day until the handle fell off until you die. Oh, we know what Ryan's doing. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it is kind of like one lifelong quest, basically. Unless it's something that you could accomplish like early on. Like, what if it's just like eat ten jelly beans? <laughs> mm-hmm. You're like, well, that's it. My life is because uh... it's random. Like, what if he just like spins a giant wheel and it's like, oh, ooh, ten jelly beans. That's a good one. That'll be easy. You get that over in an afternoon, and you're free to go. Yeah. But then after, Ooh, get stung by 800 bees. Oh, that's, bummer. That's a, yeah, you wanna, that's a real bummer. I'm going to space that one out a little bit. I don't think we're going to be seeing you in heaven. But once you accomplish it, what do you do after that? Like, you have no, like, your meaning is accomplished. So it's like. Oh, you could just fucking coast. Are you kidding me? That'd be great. Like, get yeah, that out of the way early. It's over. You, like, got nothing, you got nothing left to, yeah. If you could, like, there's the idea in Catholicism where you can, like, uh, ask for forgiveness for your sins and you'll be accepted into heaven, basically. And it's just like, you just got to make sure you do that right before you die. But imagine if you could do that right off the bat and then go send it up the rest of your life. Like, just down those jelly beans, those J-beans, and get out there and party. He told God, the big man, he told me that this is what I needed. and uh, But you know what? Down those J-beans and then afterwards down a couple of Vicodin <laughs> and just, <laughs> just fucking... Just roll like, with it. Head... Like head to heaven right off the bat because it's that's paradise, paradise, right? Yeah. Like you have no reason to live out Job like, the rest of your life. Mission complete. Are you still still accountable for all the things that you do after you accomplish your your meaning? So what is what is your meaning though? Is that just part of like what what the dark god of this world needs for this world to keep perpetuating? Or I or, I don't know. I just think it's a, a way to keep things exciting. I guess a way so. to keep things interesting. Let's like let's see what crazy shit I can get these fucking people to do. I know, but once they do it, then like. If you leave lead a shitty life for the rest of your life, are you still like is, you, is it is it like a get into heaven free sort of a deal, or is it? I like, like to think it's a get into heaven okay. free sort of deal because that sounds more interesting. Because <laughs> to me, it just sounds like this is what I need each person to accomplish to make this world keep functioning. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, keep functioning, or it could be like a very elaborate butterfly effect Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah, there you go. Where everyone's just going around breathing on the top of mountains and <laughs> pooping in sewers, and it's like I don't know why I have to do this, <laughs> but, but eventually a giant sea monster arises, and it like it's like this is what we've been doing this whole time, you know? Or 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 it's just like that's just what keeps the cogs a turn, mm-hmm. you know, on life. This mm-hmm. is the only. This is the only we we have to. Or maybe it's that, like, so many people for millions of years are bitching and moaning about, like, oh, life has no meaning, blah, blah, blah. And God's like, fine, right? <laughs> I'll give you one. Henry- you want a goddamn meaning? I'll give you one. <laughs> Henry Ford, you mean, curses everyone with a random meaning. He can't do all the curses. <laughs> it's not just Henry Ford. It's not the only warlock out there, man. <laughs> He's just okay. one of the most powerful. 
just, he just happens to be the most powerful. All right, okay, them. well then, the god assigns each person a random meaning in life. But then do you think that Henry Ford, being the black sorcerer that he is, uh, assigned or cursed everybody to grow larger away from their cars just to muddle this up and make it more challenging mm-hmm. for yeah, everybody? Yeah, he, he wanted to confuse people. He, you know, throw them off the track. It's really hard to pick up jelly beans. If you have to eat 10 jelly beans, it's really hard to, like, step away from your car and go to the jelly bean shop because they're so small. It's hard to pick up with your big fingers. You know what? You just made me think of something. Because I was thinking, like, what if you carry the jelly beans with you then walk away from your car? And that made me realize that if you walk away from your car, like, those jelly beans are, are not going to grow. No. No. Uh, will your clothes grow? No. It's going to be Hulk mode every time, except that your dick, yeah. your dick will fall out. Unlike There's the definitely going to be like I don't know about you guys, but when I see a bunch of naked people, I get real horned up. <laughs> there's going to be a there's going to be a lot of naked boning like just on the horizon, you know? Uh, probably not. I don't. <laughs> maybe more than you see right now, but I don't think it's. <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, I think about like think about most of the people I see, and if I were to see those people naked, I probably wouldn't be too. Well, you live in Kansas, boned, my friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You live in Wichita, Kansas. Voted number one place not to go see naked not, people. Not for boning down. Last place for giant naked people. Yeah. Uh, Although there are giant people there already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like nudist, like nudist colonies aren't just like straight boned down places like 24-7 or anything like that. I feel like... It's because they're used to it, you yeah, know? Yeah, but I think everybody else would be. Like after like, you know, like two weeks of this, everybody's like, yeah, okay. You're not making clothes anymore, or you're not. You're, you're at least leaving your clothes in your car at this point. Like every time you get out, or you're wearing really high tech spandex. You know what would be a pretty interesting is somehow utilizing this process for uh, lifting. For what? Real heavy weights. Oh, lifting. Like weights. you put your bro in a car in your car, mm-hmm. and you're at the gym getting your pump on. <laughs> and he drives away like just far enough to to get you big enough to lift it, and then he comes back so that you know it, it just helping you get those extra those extra lifts in, really <laughs> pushing it, you to your next <laughs> level. Your <laughs> bros out in the parking lot like scooting back and forth, just like <laughs> yeah, eh, exactly. Eh, eh. <laughs> if he screws up, you're a dead man, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're oh, so yeah. You're real you're real trouble. fucked if he screws up because he he can't spot you and drive your car mm-hmm. in the parking lot at the same time. You got to have at least two bros. You got to have at least two bros. Well, speaking of random stuff. Uh, <clears throat> Twelve Time Tony says everyone can create one random thing with their mind. So a lot of random stuff tonight. Um, so you get a random meaning of life, but you can also create one random thing, which I I'm interpreting as like there's one random thing that once you figure out how to make it, you can just make it as many times as you want to. Um, just with your mind though. So is yeah. that like maybe Henry Ford's was curses? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he figured he figured those out good though. He got a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like shoes, pencils, birds, dead birds, gobstoppers, gobstoppers, mm-hmm. jelly beans, other naked people. One random thing cuz that could be anything. Like that could just be literally just a pile of shit. Does it happen does it happen every time that you think about it or do you have to consciously will yourself to make it happen? I think you have to consciously will yourself to make it. But like, it sounds like there are no limits on how many you can make, or I mean, there's got to be. You can't just create matter, uh, right? So maybe that it's coming from somewhere. 
Well, if you can't make matter in this world, then you also definitely are not getting more massive as you grow bigger, walking away from your car. Mm -hmm. Or you are, but your molecules are just, uh, or your atoms are just separating more and more, like the like what they say in Ant Man. Although, if you did that, then giant Ant Man would be super fragile. He's not like he should be. He should be able to like like he gets a paper cut and he'll cut in half. Yeah, he should right? like completely fall apart if somebody kicks him. Yes, it's bullshit. That's what I'm. That's what I'm wondering though. Like even like falling down you just like i feel like you would just like disappear into a puff of smoke or something like that or at least into like a red mist so you have to be very careful make sure you're not don't get too far away from your car you gotta be super careful don't get hurt you can't really touch anything if you get really far away if you get lost well i guess you wouldn't get that lost because you you could always tell how far away from your car is like by how tall you are or whatever um that is true. You would never lose your car in a parking lot again. Well, that's kind of handy. It's like a constant game of, of hot or colder. It's like, oh, I'm getting taller again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Got to turn. I wonder if you experience like growing pain and if it's excruciating. Um, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the spooky episode. I think he ha- yep. has to be very painful. Very painful. <laughs> that's the worst. Truly, terribly painful. I think a lot of people will just not want to have cars, and if they do have cars, they will never leave. Exactly. That's everyone just lives in their car. I'm I practically do. Like I feel like I'm <laughs> I'm pretty much within about 150 feet of my car at all times. That's about as far as I get from my car at any given moment. But 150 feet, like in this world, that's you're that means you're up 150 plus feet taller than you are now. That's true. By Ryan's rules, that's significant. <laughs> That's pretty fucking I could, crazy. I'm just saying, I could probably reduce that even more. Like, if I really <laughs> wanted to. I'm sure we could all get closer to our cars if we needed to. <laughs> I would definitely get an RV, man. Freaking just yeah. yeah, just live right <laughs> in it. A Winnebago. Mm-hmm. And if if your car got repossessed, if your car got repossessed in the night while you were sleeping, and <laughs> would that even be legal anymore to repossess somebody's car and just tow it, it off to have your car get towed yeah, or whatever? That caused like huge amounts of destruction. That would be like a that'd be like a terrorist tactic, actually. That would be like what the jihadists are doing. You know, it's inhumane punishment. Like that is that is. Uh... Yeah, the Taliban just like rolls around with tow trucks, just towing random cars. <laughs> okay, so mm-hmm. if it's if it's not legal to tow your car to take it away from you because that's inhumane, mm-hmm. does that mean like? If you are detained and brought to prison, they have to detain your car and bring to. it with you. They have, oh, to put, yeah. they have to lock you in your they car. To, they have to lock you in your car, mm-hmm. in your cell, in your car. They put big handcuffs around your whole car just to keep you from getting out. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing you can do. Extreme sports are going to be a lot crazier. Oh, yeah. Like skydiving and snowboarding and shit like that because you don't have to do it in your car. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fast and furious. Everything's fast and furious. Yeah, everyone is a, is everyone's Vin Diesel in this world. Yeah, you would be really good at driving in this world. Everybody would. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'd probably just end up sleeping in your car just to make it easier and less of a hassle, honestly. You know what? I can only imagine like hitting a rock and being propelled through your windshield, getting launched off and down a cliff, but rapidly growing as you get further away from your car and becoming big enough to where you land comfortably on your big big body do you think your big old butt do you think that actually mad max is just this world because he was never really ever more than 20 feet away from his car at any point not the new one and the new one his car was destroyed yeah i guess that's actually true. his car was destroyed more than once and his car was fucking stolen from him a couple times really yeah oh i guess that's true never mind what would you make what would you want to make with my mind with your mind uh 
I mean, it's random, so I don't really have a choice. But probably if I if I did have a choice, probably like chili dogs or like um, mm. uh, maybe like uh, maybe like ba- uh, basil chicken wings or something like. Oh, that. okay, okay, okay. Let's say hypothetically we live in this world, and you you use your mind power to make your one thing that you can make, and what appears in front of you is a chili dog. Mm. <laughs> Let's just say that happens. How likely are you to actually eat I that would, chili dog? Absolutely. I would. You probably... think you would eat that chili dog? It could be like it. Could, it looks like a chili dog, but it could be any fucking thing. But it, does it taste like a chili dog? What if it's a what if it's like a hot dog covered in shit? I would feed it to a dog first. If a dog goes down on that, you know. Mm. <laughs> I would feed it to a dog first. Yeah, because anything a dog eats, yeah. if a dog eats something, it means it's good. <laughs> yeah. it means it's edible. Yeah, it's, person. it's hard to tell because your dog's going to have diarrhea whether it's a real chili dog or, or a poison <laughs> chili dog. What you do is you go with your friends to a restaurant that serves chili dogs and you go up and say, like, guys, this one's on me. And you go up and you order. You don't order chili dogs. You just populate a tray with but chili you, dogs. But you still no. You still take their money. You say, "Give me your money. Well, I'll you go say, order I, some I, chili dogs." Of course, dogs. you take their money. Yeah, you take okay. their goddamn money. But you populate that tray with chili dogs and feed it to them. And if they think it's good, then you, you fucking eat it. you fucking get a job at Sonic and you own that place. You fucking you become king of Sonic. That's how you start Sonic. That's where Sonic came from. That's why those kitchens are so tiny. You ever seen one of those places? It's like. If these things are random, if it could be anything, maybe Henry Ford, his one thing he could make was cars. But it's not its not like a car as we know it, because it's a car that curses you. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty random. You, he's just pumping out cursed cars left and yeah, right. Yeah, so it's just like, whoa, what is this crazy newfangled device I just summoned with my mind? Let's hop in and see what happens. <laughs> then as soon as he starts to walk away, he starts to grow exponentially but the thing is like the car like what i mean maybe what if the first car that he made was a fucking tesla or something like that if it can be anything oh that's rough what would yours be sex paddle sex paddles just <laughs> left and right that would be actually a pretty awesome kung fu movie of like a guy like jackie chan that can just spawn sex paddles left and right just beating the shit out of people and throwing them that sounds like pootie tang oh uh, yeah a little bit yeah i guess <laughs> but that would be pretty paddle good tang Actually, action movies in this universe would be really interesting because people would change size all the time and they would be able to spawn random items. So, like, the worst villains would have, like, the ability to spawn, like, bombs and, like, you know, knives and sticks of dynamite and, like, I don't know, kidnap kidnap victims or something, I guess. I don't know. They can Um, create kidnap victims? (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, the good guys are, like... Would have to get by on just whatever sort of random shit they have, like fudge sickles. MacGyver? Yeah. Like, yeah, MacGyver. He, <laughs> he can only spawn the components to make, like, a really shitty bomb over and over again. But he, he has to assemble could, it every well, single time. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like MacGyver could only spawn, like, rubber bands and thumbtacks. Yeah. But he can do fucking anything with that shit. So, it, you know, it all comes out in the wash. I do like that, though. Uh, I would definitely like, yeah, being able to just spawn a katana would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Man, being able to spawn kidnap victims is a real hassle, though. Like, if you, that's if, the worst one. It's the well, it yeah, the if worst. you can spawn some sort of living organism, that would be like the most horrifying experience to discover the first time. Oh yeah, that'd be rough. You don't know if they came from somewhere no. or if they're what if just you, like. What if the person? What if the creature you spawn? What if the kidnap victim you spawn is inside out somehow and they just scream oh, no. until they die in front <laughs> oh, of man. you? Man. Yeah, so at that point, you either have to, like, just never do it again, or you lean into it, because there's no middle ground. There's no middle ground. I would never do it again. I would never do it again. 
There's a lot of good practical uses for that, I think, though. Mm. <laughs> like framing people? Framing people is a big one. <laughs> That's high on the list. <laughs> you didn't just murder him, you flipped him inside out. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's not, not a lot of practical applications, honestly, to that. Not so good. <clears throat> Unless, of course, you work at Sonic, because you probably just make chili out of him. <laughs> Inevitably, everything you can spawn, everything you can summon, will get you a job at Sonic, basically. <laughs> Probably. Oh, what if your thing was to spawn, like, seven seven pounds of used fryer grease? So this is something that, like, you you, you put active thought and effort into it, but, like, I don't know. I have, some, I have some crazy dreams, guys. My subconscious goes a little wild. Like, especially if it's something that I'm anxious about. Like, if I'm anxious, like, man... I better not think about spawning a fucking burn victim <laughs> oh, again. Oh no! <laughs> like that's that's what I seem to spawn whenever I think about it. I feel like your random thing that you create would be tied to your random meaning of life. You just have to figure out some way to like how those things meet match up together. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that could be a hint to help you figure out your meaning in life. But but like all I spawn are jelly beans. I'm not sure what to make of that. <laughs> But I bet, you know what, I think that if you do have a random meaning in life that's assigned to you and you have no clue what it is, maybe maybe anything that you do that's on the right path towards accomplishing it feels fucking incredible. <laughs> like an orgasm. Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of rough depending on the situation that you're in. Because once you really... Uh, no, what? No, this this is a world where this happens. I think, if anything, everyone would be like, Oh my god, he's finding his meaning. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Everyone give him space. <laughs> it's going to get, it's gonna get yeah. kind of wet. I want to pat him on the back, but I just... <laughs> probably, I guess when you do find your, your true meaning, it, it probably does feel pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it is probably awkward to discover your meaning, your true meaning, in front of your parents, though, for the first time. Yeah. You just don't know what's happening. Or at school. <laughs> or, you know, really any time before about, like, 19, discovering your true meaning can be really embarrassing. <laughs> I, bet, I bet discovering your true meaning becomes pretty addictive, too. It's like, I don't want to accomplish it yet because it feels so fucking good when I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm just imagining the guy who who, sp- who can spawn burn victims <laughs> gets a job as a firefighter putting out fires with burn victims, and it feels so good. That's just what they're there. That's just what they're there for. They're already burned, and you have a fire. So what are you gonna do? Just put the burn victims on the fire to put the fire out. Problems. Oh, problems. Ryan. Solved. I just yeah. don't know what else you would do with burn victims. <laughs> Right, it, like anyone who's experienced a burn is a burn victim, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you were talking about like, like awful burn, like like burned up people. Unless unless you're you're meeting, maybe that's what like true love is. Is that when the guy who can spawn infinite numbers of burn victims meets up with uh, the person who can spawn infinite number of uh, aloe, like infinite numbers of bottles of aloe, and wants to be a nurse or something like that. There it is, love. <laughs> love at first sight. Nailed it. The only yeah. the only two things that fit together. Maybe love really is a connection like that. I don't know. It's not for us to say. I don't know because I don't think I have the capacity for love anymore. <laughs> it's up. It's up. Not for us to say. It's for Henry Ford to decide. We gotta bust those ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. What do you again? What was the first method of busting a ghost? 
uh i mean it was probably something discovered by accident like when someone summons something it's like what's this weird device every time i press it all the ghosts die <laughs> yeah okay so like the the first the first ghost buster um created and your meaning in life is to never bust a ghost <laughs> i feel terrible when i do this pr- but protect all ghosts this feels like an anti-orgasm doing this i don't like it <laughs> that would be nice if we were we were like drawn to our meaning in life or purpose like that how do you know you're not already right now so how do we spook up this episode a bit uh, we um, already have ghosts we have ghosts and vamp wait, there was something about vampires earlier well that's me i'm a vampire you're the vampire <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and that's just a metaphor although also kind of literal uh i don't like sunlight mm-hmm. and i'm very charming like a vampire I don't know, without all this growing nonsense and summoning shit and meaning of life stuff, I gotta say the ghost thing is actually pretty interesting. I'd be I'd be really curious to see how like what a Victorian Ghostbuster unit would look like. Or like ancient Greek Ghostbusters, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Centaurian Ghostbusters. Yeah, that sounds pretty appealing to me. I like that idea a lot. Um I wish we could do like instead of that Ghostbuster sequel we got, if we could have done like a super prequel for Ghostbusters. <laughs> Uh, the ancient Ghostbusters, especially because it's like every bird, everybody becomes a ghost. That's a yeah. lot of ghosts. There's just and it's not like it's not like ghosts only suddenly became a problem in 1986 or whatever. Yeah, you know, you've got to you've got to have quite a crew dealing with these ghosts. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I feel like like a lot of people. I know a lot of people who believe in ghosts. I'm like, man, if they really existed, there's been a, a lot of freaking people died, man. <laughs> a lot of people like, die. There'd be a lot of ghosts around. Like I'm, I'm saying this, and I'm like, you know, knocking on wood over here, uh, hoping that I'm not going to get haunted all of a sudden. Like, ghosts only haunt you if you if you mock them. Ghosts hate but, it when you knock on wood. They they leave the premises. <laughs> That's yeah. what does. Well, honestly, it, you you like if you've got that many ghosts around, that's probably the earth, the earliest form of busting ghosts was just to do something so off putting that ghosts just don't want to hang around at all. Mm-hmm. They're just. They just they just can't handle that. That's just too gross. That's just too off putting and weird. Whether it's just like I can't even imagine. Just like if it's like yeah, I sucking, can't imagine the sorts of things that ghosts hate. You know, I don't know. Like like the the shit that annoys me. Like listening to my dog lick its own butt while I'm trying to sleep just infuriates me. <laughs> so like if you just get like <laughs> a bunch of dogs and train them to lick their butts like nonstop. I don't think you have to train a dog to lick its butt. Yeah, but like, like they, they just do that. Just That's its non-stop. resting state. That's practically most dogs' meaning in life. <laughs> so, Ryan, this this is a problem that you deal with, I'm assuming, on an almost nightly basis. What's your process for uh, getting through the night? Like <laughs> Kicking the dog off the bed and going back to sleep. <laughs> okay, so you don't have any device that helps like separate the butt from the, the tongue? Or no, like I would love to put a cone on it, but I don't have a cone. I feel like... See, this is this is how I know that you're ne- you'll never be a Henry Ford, Ryan. Because Henry know, Ford would have gotten up... First fucking night, he heard that that butt licking sound. <laughs> Henry Ford would have gotten up and invented some sort of crazy ass device <laughs> to curse. Literally, an ass device. He would have devised a curse right then and there. Yeah, he would have made yeah. a, like some sort of a, a machine that would go out and put cones on the heads of every dog within a seven mile radius. He would have had, a, he would have had an assembly line of dogs getting cones put on their heads, <laughs> or he just would have cursed them not to have butts anymore or tongues. Probably. But that's that's probably phase one ghost busting, honestly. 
I think that's true. Like, if, if a ghost, like, I can't imagine, if I became a ghost, I feel like the same things that bother me in life would bother me in the afterlife. Oh, yeah. Even probably worse. Like, how drastically do you change as a person? Because if you become a ghost, uh, like, common knowledge dictates that if you become a ghost, it's the, uh, some unfinished business, yeah. right? Maybe it's your meaning. Maybe it's your goddamn meaning. <laughs> you didn't resolve your meaning. People who don't finish the You didn't resolve your meaning, so you have to do it. Can you still manifest uh, your random thing? Because you're doing it with your mind. Your, your mind essentially is all that's left after your, when your ghost is... All ghost, all mind. That's what I say. <laughs> That's what Stephen always says. Mm-hmm. My my very common saying. <laughs> it's always served Stephen well. Yep. That saying it, it leads me through life every day. There have been a lot of op- there have been a lot of times in life where I've been a little lost, and I go to Stephen, searching for some advice. Yep. All ghost, all mind. All ghost, all mind. I'm like, wow, okay, real font of wisdom there, Stephen. <laughs> but that's probably all you can do. But is it is it a ghostly version of that, or do you still manifest it physically? Because you're just doing it with your mind at that point. It's probably a ghostly version of it. Uh, you know. What if you came home one day and your whole house was full of ghostly chili dogs? Uh, Fucking Ryan's ghost. My, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan's ghost's here. He finally passed away. <laughs> There's cryptic messages written on the walls with ectoplasmic chili dogs. And the ever-present sound of dogs licking their Ryan, butts. Ryan's wife will know he died when she's eating her lunch one day, and the goat, the chili dog she has, suddenly <laughs> becomes a ghost chili dog. Yeah, uh, I would bust that ghost. I would bust Ryan. I would bust Ryan hard. <laughs> I would no. I would definitely bust Ryan. You don't if, want me. If I'm in a situation where I'm being haunted by a Ryan, I'd bust ghost it. chili dogs. Yeah, you don't want that. And dick jokes all the time. <laughs> like there would be a lot of dick jokes in. You know he'd watch all the private, all those private. He'd moments. be in my bathroom all the time. I would be yeah, definitely, and bra- looking through your internet history and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and posting oh, it yeah. online. I mean, that's just my thing. But I would definitely spook your dogs away anytime they try to lick their butts because I cannot handle that shit. I would be spooking those dogs. Yeah, that's good. People would appreciate that. Yeah, but that's phase one, like busting. But obviously it's not that well because it's not a permanent solution because you just like you just get the ghost to leave. You just get the ghost to leave the room for a while. But like what's stage two? Like what's Bronze Age ghost busting look like? Like that that's primitive ghost busting. But what's the next level? Um, That's a good question. Who like what do you use to kill a ghost is my question. Like how do you fully was well, busting killing? You, Busting is like downloading them onto a hard drive. I guess isn't it? or yeah, just putting them in a tiny jail. So as hard drives as we put more transistors on hard drives, can we save more ghosts on them? Probably. Yeah, probably like by modern age, you would just have an iPhone app or like like one of those Squarespace readers that just like sucks ghosts up or something like that. That's actually a wonderful idea. It's kind of like a podcast, but you can interact with it. <laughs> you just got them stuck on the phone. Ghost so you podcast. can just like you can load up your favorite ghosts and just talk to them about stuff. Hey, you like, bitch! Release me! Ooh. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, you bitch ass ghost! What's going on? <laughs> I'm about to delete your ass. Can you delete ghosts once you put them on your app? I feel like not. I feel like that was always a problem with the Ghostbusters was like them getting the ghosts getting back yeah, out again. Can you, can you copy ghosts? You know? Yeah, you just have to like put them on a different drive one that you're not using for a while. Can you back up your ghost in case it gets corrupted? <laughs> <laughs> what's like a ghost what's a corrupted risky, ghost you know? is that just a demon wanna, at that point i want to keep this ghost nice and safe this is the ghost of albert einstein <laughs> <laughs> he's here to teach me science 
<laughs> and if he gets corrupted, the whole world's fucked. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm sure that there are some like really good ghosts you could get. It could mm. almost be kind of like Pokemon. Gotta catch. I'll trade you my Albert Einstein for your George Washington. <laughs> I'm glad oh, our minds man. went to the same place. It'll be exact. Oh, this is going to be like fucking Pokemon Go. I guarantee you. Busting technology has advanced to the point where it's an app. It's an app that you have on your phone to bust ghosts. <laughs> you snap the ghosts into your phone and then trade them with your friends. Abraham Lincoln's down to the park. I got to get down there as fast as possible. Oh, shit. I'm out of Pokeballs. Yeah, you get notifications. There's like a ghost positioning satellite that tracks the positions of ghosts on the, the surface of the earth. And like a particularly rare ghost pops up and it, you know, all of a sudden everyone in the neighborhood is rushing down to the, the park to, to get Abraham Lincoln's ghost. Abraham, Man, he's a, he's a wily one, that Lincoln. He is wily. And the beautiful thing is like, if you if you drop your phone or something, all those ghosts are released back into the wild. Oh, no. <laughs> There's uh, got to be a way. There's got to be a way to make your ghost battle. Yeah, that's, yeah mm. but that goes without saying. <laughs> I'm sure Henry Ford has come up with some sort of horrible idea. There's got to be some sort of <laughs> spectral tether that is like that's a part of the app where you can release them back into the wild, but they're still yeah. somehow tethered to your device. Mm-hmm. You can pull them back in. Mm-hmm. Can, That'd be pretty cool. You can make them go grind for experience points and get new abilities. Washington, go defeat other. George Washington, George use what? cherry chop axe. <laughs> Use wood bite. Uh, That'd be pretty cool. And also, if we had all these great historical figures, even anyone from history, like we we could learn so much about our past if they're not bullshitting us too hard. Because mm-hmm. if I were a ghost, I'd bullshit pretty hard. Oh, I wouldn't say anything true. I think they'd all be liars. Yeah, there's a good chance that we'd get nothing but lies. Like the first time, the first time they asked us, and they were like, "What do you guys do for fun?" And we described watching movies to them. They'd be like, "You guys are fucking shitting me! I ain't gonna tell you anything either." Magic screens that display images, whatever. I don't know. I'd probably let like one of my ghosts out, kind of like an Ash and Pikachu sort of situation. I think we'd become tight and hang out and watch movies together and stuff. And it attacks you violently every so often. That, that's just the nature of the relationship. I yeah. Think. You just have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's there's so many different... Like, you would really optimally want to grab every ghost you could, even if they're not famous, because, like, you don't know... Oh, what, you got to catch them all. You got to catch them all, because you, you don't know what their all. random ability is. Like, there might you might catch, mm-hmm. like, some, some fucking degenerate weirdo that nobody's ever heard of, but he didn't tell anybody that he can spawn supreme pizzas at will, and, like... You're set for life at that point, man. Like That's true. Yeah, the abilities mm-hmm. that these ghosts will use in their battles will be highly dependent upon what they can spawn with their minds. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got your recreational ghosts that you use just purely to entertain get you. Get high. And get high. There's one guy that can just spawn joints left and right. And like You know what? This is this is terribly cruel now that I think about it. <laughs> but it's their own fault cuz they didn't achieve their meaning in life. They missed their boat and yeah, now they're How many people do you think achieve their meaning if you don't know what it is? Um, I don't know. It I don't could intend be anything. to. It could be it could be petting petting a yak. How many people <laughs> in life do you think have pet a yak? I, I do want to do that. That's why you got to live your life to the fullest. I wonder if I wonder if that's how it works. I wonder if just like one day you say what your meaning is out loud. And, and you re- you realize you realize that's the thing you've always wanted. So now it's just like I gotta go pet a yak. Now that I, I gotta go, that. Fi- like, yeah, it's the first thing that came to mind when I was thinking about what my meaning it's in been life is. <laughs> put out into the world, and now you know you gotta go to the nearest petting zoo. I just need to stand here 
they don't have yaks at petting zoos. I guarantee you there is not a petting zoo in America that has a fucking yak in it. Yaks are vicious, vicious creatures. I gotta go I gotta go to Nepal. Yeah, they're pretty fucking big. They're like they're like hot. They're like the the cow drogo of cows. So here's a conundrum. What if your meaning in life is just to squander it so that you the cow drogo. Cow drogo. What if your meaning in life is just to squander your life so that you die and become a ghost and get captured by somebody else to be exploited in undeath? Like what? Well, that's bound to happen either way. And then as soon as that happens, you go back, you go up to paradise. Yeah, you're instantly. As soon as you're exploited, you're like you're set free. I mean, it's better than being exploited and not being set free. <laughs> cool. Um, well, I guess that's a world. I don't know about you guys, but I got some some serious tingles out of that. Yeah, I feel like we really came close to our meaning there. I was orgasming through the whole <laughs> recording. Yeah. You got a lot of tingles, but not the kind that you would expect. Yeah. I look Wait, forward to be I look forward to becoming a ghost. <laughs> Just personally. I look forward to capturing you, Steven. <laughs> yeah. You in ghost combat. I, I, I'm real excited. I'll learn some good skills just for you, Cody. Wonderful. That's good. You'll be the one to keep out of your, your ball. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so this is Disposable World. So li- thank you so much for listening. Thanks to everybody that submitted ideas. We can't do it without you guys. Um, and catch us online. We are on Facebook and we are on Reddit where you can throw ideas at us on a bi-weekly basis. So go to our subreddit, Disposable Worlds. Catch us on iTunes as well. You can listen to previous episodes on iTunes or wherever you get your fine, tasty podcasts. You can also listen to previous podcasts of ours on Mm. radbotproductions.com, and Mm. you can also see the other projects that we're working on. Tasty podcasts. Thank you to everyone from Belafonte for the use of our theme song, Bastion, off their EP Prime Meridian, which you guys can find on like Spotify or something. You're smart. Find it. <laughs> Nerds. Figure it out. We don't have to hold your hand through everything, do we? Come on, dorks. If you want it so bad, go get it. Thanks again. This has been Disposable Worlds.